Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is St. Patrick's Day, March the 17th, 2021. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Offended by selling. In motion. Compete, don't complain. We'll be talking about all of that today. Hello, my elite friends. If you have questions, I have answers. Type in Bitcoin Meister. Do a super chat. Get my attention somehow. You can ask questions. I love uh, answering questions. And we'll talk about upcoming shows, past shows in a second. I just want to mention... Uh, we're going to talk about silver right now. Vention, the, the great Vention, who we're all wishing well, um, a great Bitcoiner who always talks about stacking silver. Um, he has a, a, a sister who's clearly mentally ill. And when he was in Mexico, she stole all his silver. And so Vention no longer is a uh, uh, holder of a, a silver stacker. So it that's why Bitcoin beats uh, silver right there. It, it involves trust. Silver, storing your silver, trust involved. You think you leave it at your house with your sister? Yeah, I trust my sister. <laughs> you come back from Mexico, the, the silver is gone. He still has his Bitcoin, okay? He still has his Bitcoin. She could not steal the Bitcoin. <laughs> you people are, and it's a horrible way to learn about it. Now, Benson has done very well with Bitcoin, so the, the silver that he lost is just a drop in the, in the bucket. But it, why, why do people even get into it still? I mean, you have to keep it in a safe. She stole the safe. I don't even know the whole the whole spiel. But you can't Bitcoin. There is no trust involved. I mean, if your sister goes wacky on you like his did, um, she can't steal your silver. It, I mean, she can't steal your Bitcoin. She can still steal your silver. She cannot steal your Bitcoin. So unfortunate story there. But just wanted to point that out there. I don't know why people are still getting into that, guys. Tuesday's show. Oh, was awesome. It is linked to, I just put it in the chat for you guys. We'll talk about it in a second. Robert Valentine, uh, who was running for Dutch uh, uh, House of Representatives. We'll get to that in a second. Michael Weber said, hey, Adam, greetings from England. First time I find you live. Well, Michael Weber, welcome. I think you mentioned Trezor on um, in the chat in UK Bitcoin Master show the other day. I'm going to talk about that in a second. UK Bitcoin Master will be on tomorrow at uh, 2 p.m. Uh, Baltimore time. Uh, that, that's 6 p.m. in London. Uh, and he's in the chat also. Lokesh uh, Sharma says, Adam, hey, Adam, I'm so happy I'm catching you live first time. Okay, good. Everyone's uh, first time for everything, all right? Pound that like button. All you people watching this, you don't have to watch it live. I, I would prefer to watch it tape because you can play it at 2x and save time. All right, so the big news of the day, well, really, the big news of the day should be like, why are you still buying precious metals which can be stolen? Uh, I don't know if anyone really is, but the big news of the day is uh, that, well, it's Morgan Stanley, but I want to talk about Russell uh, Oaken real quick here. <laughs> Russell, Russell Oaken is a NFL player who said he was going to convert his uh, salary back in December to Bitcoin, and he was able to do that. Uh, a percentage of it, he didn't get directly paid by the team in Bitcoin, but he immediately converted his salary <laughs> to to Bitcoin in, in December or part of it. And the story is linked to below. The point is, is you can do the math, guys. Bitcoin was worth like 20000 Then it's 58000 right now. And he is doing incredibly well. And uh, it, 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 if even though it was not his salary, if you pretend 
that he actually was paid that much by the team. He's one of the highest paid NFL players right now uh, based on uh, what his salary became shortly after he was paid it. Now, I bring this up because I hope other NFL players and their agents, because <laughs> their agents get a, a, a cut of their money, uh, are paying close attention to this and that, that this uh, wakes them up. I think it will wake up a few of them. Like uh, if they just think of it in very simple terms, like, wait a second, he got, he quote unquote got paid in Bitcoin. Now he's worth more than, uh, he's getting paid more than Tom. Well, he's not getting paid more than Tom Brady, but he's getting like that level type of salary, you know, upper echelon. He's not an upper echelon player, Russell. He's not, but he's got an upper echelon brain for the freaking NFL. I will tell you that. Woo. Uh, he, he's doing great. He's he, and good for him. Good for him for being a great promoter of Bitcoin. So now Morgan Stanley becomes the first big U.S. bank to offer its wealthy clients access to Bitcoin funds. CNBC was talking about it. Breaking Morgan Stanley, the largest U.S. brokerage, is embracing embracing Bitcoin. Oh, they're hugging Bitcoin now. Okay, they have released a report: the case for cryptocurrency as an investable asset class in a diversified portfolio. And we got Pomp tweeting about it. Well, Morgan Stanley is bringing uh, two Bitcoin funds to their platform. Uh, Galaxy Digital and NYDIG will both be onboarding millions of people to Bitcoin via the largest U.S. brokerage, Morgan Stanley is in the game. Okay. Bitcoin is inevitable. So yeah, dudes, I'm not making a big deal out of this because it was inevitable that they would do this. Okay. They want to make money. Everyone, they know you're going to make a lot of money if you let your clients who are demanding to invest in these Bitcoin funds. And I think there's three of them. I think I mentioned uh, Galaxy and NYDIG. I think there's a third also. I don't care if there's a third. Why not just buy the real thing? And that's the reminder. All the regular dudes out there, like me, like UK Bitcoin Master, like Vention, uh, we actually bought the real thing before uh, all these freaks that want to buy it through Morgan Stanley can. You should be happy. You were in super early. This is not super early anymore. It's early, but it's not super early when we get we get announcements like this. So uh, I, I'm not going to be – I don't put them on a pedestal. So many people think they're the most evil organization on the planet Earth. and Oh, my God. We conquered them. No, they're not the most evil organization. They're just a bank. They do. They're, they're trying to make money. They're going to make a lot of money off of Bitcoin, and you really shouldn't care. Um, you should care about yourself, not not about these other dudes getting richer. But hey, it was the the uh, headline of the day, so I, I had to bring it out up out there. All right, retweet this, people watching this live. And again, yeah, I, I see the dudes in the in the chat. If you got questions, I got answers, of course. Uh, and okay, we're moving to the next uh, topic here, which is Coinbase going public. They Coinbase to float around 150 million dollars, 150 million shares in a Nasdaq listing. Uh, okay, so it's going to be on the Nasdaq. A nut, they they made this announcement. It's right now, no official listing date has been given. That's the biggest thing. Now, I want to say this. It's clearly getting closer when they're they're leaking out this information slowly. 150 million shares on NASDAQ will float. Okay, good. I'm not buying any. But my point of bringing this whole darn, darn story up is that the date that it comes out, the date of their public uh, offering, their, their – their, 
it's not an IPO. It's a, a, a direct sale, whatever it's called. They're, they're doing it. They're doing a little a direct listing. The day of their direct listing. Once somebody, once they know, it, it's going to get leaked. Okay, the date will be leaked, and once that gets leaked, you're going to see. I predict. Well, everything gets leaked over there. By the way, remember the B cash thing when they were about to list B cash, and then someone leaked it out, and all these insider people bought Bitcoin before they. Uh, listed it and dumped it on all the freaks who actually bought Bcash. Oh my God! Uh, but 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 yeah. So it will be leaked, and on that day, the Bitcoin price will spike. There, there, there's no doubt about it. So, but but the bottom line is, once it's actually listed, too, it is going to be so good for Bitcoin. This is so so great. I've said this many times, but just just so you know, be prepared for that leak to come pretty soon. Uh, oddly enough, in my notes, it says drink water. After I was talking about leaks, I got to drink this water at 5 p.m. Now, uh, and check out my uh, TikTok today. I actually, it was about Coinbase. It's fun to try to get the 80 percenters over to Coinbeast. Uh, I do the TikToks for Coinbeast. They can be quite hilarious. And some of the comments left by the 80 percenters on TikTok, um, I don't know if you'd call them hilarious, mindless, pathetic, some kind of combination of the two. All right. So Kraken wants to do exactly what Bitcoin, uh, what Coinbase is doing in 2022. And uh, they eye a direct listing in 2022. I would advise them to do it before 2022, just in case uh, we have an off year in 2022, which I expect. (laughs) I'd rather go public during uh, the mania of a 2017 year, which is like this year, than something like 2018. But hey, good luck to them. Nick, speaking about manias, Nick Carter has an article, and everything I talk about is linked to below. I haven't properly labeled everything like that, but figure it out for yourselves. <laughs> uh, use your heads, click on all those links below. You'll figure out which story is which by the the URL, read the URL for God's sakes. So Nick Carter has a, a, a very good article, calm article about why NFTs are hard to explain. Uh, he gives a good NFT summary there. In other words, NFT is a process rather than a product. To NFT something is to assign it a digital serial number that lives on a public blockchain. I like that explanation. That's it. NFT conveys no additional information about the purpose or nature of the content being serialized aside from that. All right. So, yes, you're buying a serial number and it has to be recognized that this serial number corresponds to this physical thing or this digital thing out there. All right. there's and he explains you know you're you're buying bragging rights is it buying bragging rights for the rich uh you have to trust trust the centralized authority sometimes uh it's he it's it's legitimate okay it it, 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 he gives legitimate explanations it is legitimate and i think you know getting these original serial numbers before everything has a serial number on the blockchain it's probably it. The the people who get into this later are not going to be as making as bigger profits. It's not going to be as valuable. Uh, you know, the the bragging rights won't be as braggadocious in the future. I'm not into this stuff at all. All right, but it's something that's out there. 
And he gives a logical reason, logical reasons for it. So I want to say, instead of, you know, being some young dude out there, like, oh, got to get in on this hot trend. Today, St. Patrick's Day, be a freaking young dude and party like a rock star, like the Meister used to, okay? Uh, there were many days, I, I can remember getting quite intoxicated on this day, having fun times. And I am so happy in, in that in some cities in the United States of America, many cities opened up, got rid of restrictions because they could not afford to no longer have their bars not make as much money. And uh, who knows, they might have feared some of the, the, the reactions of the bar owners that they cannot be fully open today. So I hope everyone is having a great St. Patrick's Day. Um, I don't. I'm a very healthy person. I do not drink. But I know that young people are going to be young. 20-year-olds should be 20-year-olds now. And it's a disgrace that your colleges, some of your colleges are locking you up. And I just, I don't know what I would do if I was 20 right now. I mean, I'd be very unhappy. I, I could I could tell you that. Um but when I was 20, it was freaking awesome. And you know, when I was 24, it was freaking awesome to be partying on a St. Patrick's Day and everything. All right. So I just wanted to put that out there because there's all these screaming Karens. are like, oh, no. Oh, the world's going to end because people are being people on St. Patrick's Day. No, it's not. Stop. It's over. Dudes, it's, as Ben Shapiro would say about the virus, it's over. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just your mindset. If you want to be a doomer, be a doomer. It's over. So moving on, uh, locate. Oh my God, Lokesh Lokesh Sharma sent me three hundred and sixty. Are this Indian rupees? Serious question: Will it be wise to loan fiat from bank and buy more BTC? And also, thank you for uh, teaching the principle of strong hands, long-term thinking. Cheers from Mumbai, Mumbai, India. Well, first of all, I want to say about your country, there are all these people that are trying to fuddle Bitcoin. Like, India is making Bitcoin illegal. Dudes, we've been through this a few times. And there's some fudders that are like, because India can make it illegal. The United States can make it illegal. Uh, no, India is a backward country. All right. They, they, it is. No offense. But it's their government is completely backward. They don't know what the other hand is doing. It is a tremendous bureaucracy that is power hungry and incredibly corrupt. And uh, no, the big the United States will not follow big, uh, India's lead on anything. Okay, sorry, India. India, I I, I love India. I love the Indians. Okay, I, I, I since college I have known many Indians, and uh, it, it's unfortunate. That, it, that it's so corrupt over there. It, it, it's a disgrace. So I just want to put that out there for all the people that think it's a big deal. India is, you know, they've said that it's they've gone back and forth for a while. They can't make up their minds, all right? And what is a big deal is when India is no longer corrupt. I don't know in a country of 1.1 billion people um, how, how quickly they, they could not be corrupt anymore. Um, but, but okay, so Lokesh, going back, thank you for the – here, here's the question. Would, would it be wise to take out a loan to, to buy more Bitcoin? Well, first of all, it's better than loaning out your Bitcoin to get freaking fiat. I will tell you that. No doubt about it. So because fiat, now your fiat in India, it, it's horrible. It, it's it's terrible that the with the restrictions and the inflation and what, what can happen, how you know they they they, they make a dollar, they make bills. So in, in your country, uh I don't think, but you see, the problem is, I think in your country, could they come physically after you and injure you if you do not pay them the, the, the fiat back? 
So is it the worst thing in the world to take out a loan uh, for Bitcoin? No, it's not. It makes it, 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 what's going on. I, I wouldn't recommend doing it uh, at all. I mean, going into debt is not a good thing. But in some countries, the debt gets inflated away like immediately. And your country might be one of those countries, all right, uh, where, you know, you take out a $100 loan, a $100 loan in rupees, the, the, the rupees, you know, a, a year later, they can only buy you like $10 worth of stuff. All right. It's not that hard to, to pay back the, the $100 in, in rupees. And in, in the meantime, you've gotten uh, $100 worth of Bitcoin, which is now worth $200 in theory. I'm not recommending doing it. I'm just I'm putting it I'm putting it out there and breaking it down for the people of the world. Uh, Americans, Americans actually, you know, they could take out. If worse comes to worse, I mean, the way things are go, going with forgiving stuff. If you don't care about your uh, credit score, and you, you probably should care about your credit score, you take out a twenty-five thousand uh, dollar credit card uh, loan, and you don't you don't you don't pay it back. But you have the Bitcoin. I mean, what's the worst? Your credit score gets ruined. I mean, people do worse. They, they, they buy cars with it and do the same thing. There's also – I would not – it's illegal to do that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, recommending doing that. Well, it's illegal to plan to do that, I believe. I mean, if you've, if you've got some scheme. But, I mean, if you, if you buy something and you default, I mean, that's part of the agreement they made with you. So I'm, I'm, no, uh, I'm no lawyer. So, uh, okay, good. Interesting questions. Uh, and you says I'm I'm capable of paying back the fiat loan the fiat loan back. If you're capable, well then you don't need a loan, <laughs> do you? I mean, if you got the fiat sitting around, why do you need a loan? I, I, again, uh, I get, I gave my reasons there. Let's let's uh, let's move on. I mean, I, I just I wish everyone would just keep it so simple here. You, you should have savings. Convert your savings into the a better savings account. All right. Now, so Nick, okay, we talked about Nick Carter, we talked about partying, and I, I don't know the Dutch election results, but everybody watch yesterday's show where I had uh, Robert on the show, Robert Valentine, talking about he is a guy in the Netherlands. He's a part of the Libertarian Party. He had the billboard up that uh, that. He had fly, laser eyes talking about Bitcoin. It got people's attention. Uh, and I was the only dude on to interview him on YouTube. And I was saying yesterday's show was a 20 percenter type of show. And I said on the show, why is it Coindesk interviewing this guy? Well, lo and behold, after my short show, which Cointelegraph watched, they did interview him. And it's, it's linked to below. Uh, was it too late? I mean, the election is probably now over. Who knows? I'm just saying it, it's just so it's pathetic how mindless uh, I think a, a lot of the Bitcoin media is. They just go with the biggest, flashiest headlines and don't dig into interesting stories like that. So I was very proud of yesterday's interview. And I, I do hope that you watch it. And I wish Robert all the best. All, all, because it, it's, it would be great to have on, on such a left leaning parliament uh, or the House of Representatives, whatever you want to call it. Um, to have such a sound money type of person on there. And it, it could help reverse some of the insane monetary policies that are going on in Europe. And it's great marketing for Bitcoin to have such a pure Bitcoin fan in, in, in a major parliament in, in a country 
where I get so many uh, viewers from the Netherlands, okay? And they all, most of them speak English over there. So the interview, if people, English interviews are going to help political candidates. For those of you saying they might not know, plenty of people speak English. They only need a really small percentage to get a seat in parliament. So I, in the House of Representatives over there, so I, I don't know what happened, uh, but he is just the epitome of being in motion, compete, don't complain. It does pay off. He was in motion. He got on my show. I was in motion and got a unique beast person on my show. Okay. And all right. CEO of, okay. We got another super chat and, and, uh, and again, thank you, uh, Lokesh for your super chat and peace, love meth up in, uh, Canada sent five Canadian dollars. Thanks for doing the show. Well, thank you for watching the show and thank you for your, uh, five loonies, baby. And I, I hope to get to Canada again soon uh, one day. Uh, but it is pathetic that, you know, in Miami, we're going to have a conference on the June 4th and 5th. And there's actually another conference coming up in April that Juan Galt is going to talk about on This Week in Bitcoin on Friday at noon on this channel. Friday noon, Baltimore time. Juan Galt will be one of the guests. Um <laughs> and UK Bitcoin Master's got a great combo on. He's watching the soccer game as he listens to the show. Pound that like button. <laughs> and are you drinking at all? Oh, well, no, I know you, you're not drinking. Sorry, man. I know you're you're working on everything. But are your, your loved ones drinking and enjoying uh, enjoying the soccer game? All right. Uh, it's, it never hurts to have a beer. When it would have, well, <laughs> I don't have beers. So I shouldn't say other people should have beers that, that aren't the youth of uh, the youth. You're, you're obviously, we know UK Bitcoin Master. He's experienced, uh, so he's he's no youth anymore. Um, all right, so uh, he, we want him to be totally healthy. So no 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 beer for him. Okay, now, <laughs> all right. I forgot what what was I just uh, talking about? UK Bitcoin Master. Oh yeah, Juan Galt will be on Friday's show, and Brian Jackoto will love to. He's a lawyer, so you can ask him some uh, lawyerly questions about. Uh, taking out credit card loans, I guess. And uh, we have a new guest coming on from Canada, uh, a Canadian guest. So he'll give you a Canadian who is, is on Coinbeast with me, Coinbeast Connect. He's one of the Coinbeast Connects, Connect guys. So you will see him on a uh, Friday show. He's a smart guy, bring a new perspective, uh, a Canadian perspective. But I was saying uh, the event in Miami that I'm going to be at on June 4th and 5th, BTC Benny's going to be at it, and he's already like said, "Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to quarantine in a hotel when I get back to Canada." That is so ridiculous. The Canada is making people do that. <laughs> if you're going to America, you have to pay some hotel for to stay there for two weeks. It's such a waste. It's so it's disgraceful. Hopefully they'll get rid of that by then. But Trudeau is is horrifying. So uh, what's it? It's three months away. Things things can change, but they're backward there. In Florida, it is just the ultimate. We don't have to worry about insane policies like that. But all that being said, I don't know what was. I'm not. I will not participate in that charade. I will not participate in that game. I will not waste money on, on, in two. I'm going to Canada, but I have to stay in a hotel for two weeks. It's ridiculous. Lock myself in a hotel for two. No, I'm not going to Canada. I'm not taking anything in my arm or anything like that. You know, Israel is making weird rules too. Australia. I mean, places I like to go. But guess what? I've got impulse control. I don't have to go there. I've got a whole big country here in the United States. 
it, it, I can travel around here for the rest of my freaking life, and I plan to live 200 years with that freaking life extension te technology that I will buy in the golden age with my Bitcoin stash. Okay, we went off on a rant there, but hey, that's what this show is about. You don't know what you're going to get. All right, uh, Gemini now has more than $20 billion in crypto under custody. Not a shock. CEO of NYDIG. This, he says, in the next week, you'll see game-changing milestones for Bitcoin adoption in the financial landscape. Can that really be confirmed or not? I don't want to get your hopes up too much. It's it's kind of nebulous there. At least it's not like something like WebBot saying like 7777. Uh, so CEO of NYDIG, legitimate dude. Uh, it's, it's linked to below. I don't know what he means. Game-changing milestone from Bitcoin adoption in the financial landscape. We're already in the next week. So I was it Morgan Stanley? Was that was that what he was? I, I don't know. It's not game-changing. And rich millennials are splurging on crypto art. This made the mainstream Twitter. Uh, the pandemic hit hard, hit the art world hard, but the influx of young tech-savvy collectors has kept the market buzzing. Well, you're you're keeping the market buzzing by making this a legitimate story. Now, in recent months, phishing emails and text have been on the rise, as have fake apps. There is currently no official Trezor app on any app marketplace. So please report any fake application you find. So guys, if you find a Trezor app, on your phone. And I always warn people about this, these freaking phones. Don't play with Bitcoin on your phone. I do not with my uh, free phone that I got from uh, my buddies at Coina Beast. That phone that I was given for free because I said I would never buy a phone. Um, I don't have any Bitcoin related stuff on there. And so, dudes, if there's a Trezor app, it's fake. All right. Just, just putting it out there. Reminder. Uh, and yeah, be careful the phishing emails also. Just go directly to their site and never type in your recovery seed on the computer. You can do it through the device. All right. And uh, okay, we talked about uh, talk about Robert, the Dutch libertarian. And but this is an interesting story. Using Square and PayPal data as a proxy, retail investors have purchased over 187,000 Bitcoins so far this quarter, compared to roughly 205,000 last quarter. Strategists include, uh, including Nick, I can't pronounce this guy's name, it's a Greek last name, wrote in a Friday report, Meanwhile, institutions have bought about 173,000 of the world's largest cryptocurrency over that time frame. Okay. So that's uh, 187,000 from retail, 173,000 from uh, institutions, as gathered by Bitcoin futures, fund flows, and company announcements. After buying buying nearly 307,000 in the last quarter. Now, so what they're saying is retail Bitcoin traders rival Wall Street, okay, or rival institutions. But if the, these are all estimates on these parts, but it looks like that the retail is caught on fire, that it, it more people. Now, I don't, I don't necessarily believe that. I still think the institutional investors bought more than retail. 
this uh, quarter. But they have information that says otherwise. What I want to warn you all about is that the institutions have a lot more money than the retail dudes. And these numbers can get real lopsided real fast, which is great for holders like me because they will be banging up that price. But it will make it harder for it much more. It will be pricier for one of you dudes, uh, regular guys out there to buy Bitcoin. So great that uh, retail guys are still able to get a good deal and, and, and are still beating a lot of institutions to the punch. Remember, 18 Bitcoin make you a freaking millionaire right now. Pound that like button. But I don't see how this I don't see how retail will, will continue to uh, rival uh, institutional buying. I, I think institutional buying will crush it. And then people would will be think they think they will be buying Bitcoin through institutions, through these wacky funds that they set up, which is not really Bitcoin. All right. We talked about Juan Galt and link to below is. Again, yesterday's video was great. Please watch it. But this week in Bitcoin with Chris Black Anders and Al's Lacrosse was also great. And we said something on there. I think I said it. I don't know who said it. NFTs are the gateway to crypto. They can be a gateway to crypto. There's an article about that uh, because when you have mainstream people, you know, glorifying the rich millennials buying art on that, that are NFTs, you're going to end up with some people that have no clue what Bitcoin is at all and what crypto is at all. And this is a way I take a positive spin on it. It's, it's a way to get people into Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, this NFT thing, because it is definitely touching on them. Uh, you know, the art crowd, I don't know how, how much knowledge, crypto knowledge they had beforehand. And it was great on March the 12th, March the 13th, last year when, when Bitcoin was in the fiat doldrums for you fiat freaks and, and people were sad and I bought more Bitcoin. That a year later, we have the world that we're living in is there all these articles out there that are saying, when will I get my stimulus check? When will you get your $1,400 stimulus check, your third stimulus check? And it just shows you the 80%, what attracts the 80 percenters, what the media wants to focus on. They, and this is the same day that Bitcoin is hitting an all-time high of $61,000. The articles are saying, hey, when will I get my stimulus check? Dude, you, you really got your you, – I knew I was getting a stimulus check a year beforehand when everybody was thinking the world end, was ending. I spent my stimulus check on something that's already worth $61,000. But people want the they, – they can't think beyond beyond freebies, beyond just whatever the mainstream media – everyone's – oh, free cash, free – it's not free. Okay, it's destroying your savings. It's, just, it's inflating everything. You got to decide – what to do with it so it doesn't hurt you. I mean, if you just spend it on something reckless right away, it, no, you're, 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 you're ending up poor, all right? Have fun staying poor. But it, 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 just, it just shows the two different worlds that we're living in. Bitcoin hits a $61,000 all-time high, and there are more uh, stories about when will I get my $1,400 stimulus check. And so I, I totally anticipate, uh, I mean, it's probably already started, Purchases on Coinbase and Gemini, you better believe there are going to be a lot of $1,400 purchases uh, soon. And there's a survey, America from, and who knows how legit this uh, survey is. Uh, it's at uh, decrypt.co has the story. Of those surveyed, nearly two in five said they would use their handouts <laughs> to invest. 
and they're particularly eyeing up Bitcoin and stocks. Ben Shapiro makes a very good point. This $1,400 check, if, if 40% of the people, I mean, if they default to like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to spend it on uh, Bitcoin and, and, and stocks, they don't need the $1,400 check. They, the, the liars in government are saying, oh, everyone's suffering so much. Everything is shut down. They, people need this $1,400 check. It's going to make such a big difference in their – no. I mean a few people probably do. It's it this this whole stimulus package, $1.9 trillion, totally not necessary. Totally helping bailing bail out uh, governments that spent like crazy the last few years. It, it, it'll, they'll continue to spend like crazy. So it's just a temporary bailout. And just it, it's it's an inflationary mess, what this all is. But uh it's great to be in a situation where you don't need it. So do something wise with it. And, it, and clearly 40% of the people, which is a lot, want to do something wise with it. And if that really happens, if, if we if we get such an inflow uh, from, from the $1,400 checks, it's, it's just going to make a noticeable difference. Yeah, hmm. yeah I really got to finish this uh, water in the show. Matt O'Dell. Oh, yeah, we're at the end of the show. And I agree with Matt O'Dell on this. <laughs> you should always feel fear, uncertainty, and doubt when someone else is holding your Bitcoin, not your keys, not your coins. So he's alluding to BlockFi again, all the rumors. Um, and people in these threads said they kept all their money at Block. There are some people that kept all their Bitcoin at BlockFi. <laughs> And no, they clearly did not uh, believe in what Matt said here. You should always feel uncertainty, fe feel fear, uncertainty, and doubt when someone else is holding your Bitcoin. Not your. So this is the thing: Are the rumors true about BlockFi? Who knows? But dude, it, it is. It's legitimately fud. Fear, uncertainty, and doubt when you don't control your Bitcoin. It's it's nonsense. You should be scared out of your your mind. You shouldn't be doing reckless things like that. It it's not it. It, not your keys, not your coins, as we said before. So uh, even if – and I hope that BlockFi is totally on the up and up. Just because they are doesn't mean you, sh you should do this with them or anyone uh, because you don't control your private key is a nasty thing. And one of these BlockFi-type competitors will go under one day. Uh, all right, and UK Bet Bitcoin Master says the great Phil Geiger is his guest tomorrow. And yes, Phil is a great guy. Uh, who's been on the show many times. Uh, and we have Roman Q says 80 percenters get locked down in hotels, 20 percenters stock, stack Bitcoin and vote with their feet, baby. Yeah, vote with your feet. If you're down and out because you live in California, stop, compete. Don't complain. Move down here to Florida. OK, or just keep on moving around. Don't have a home like me. Go from one Airbnb to another. It has been a great adventure this last year. It's been a great one of the best. It's been the best year of my life. 2020 and now 2021 has been the best year of my life. That's, should, that's that's how you should live life. Every year gets better and you shouldn't be listening to the dudes like, oh, this year was terrible. No, get out of that doom. You want positivity. It's the freaking golden age. And I even, you know, uh, the great uh, economic in, 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 invincibility who can be really down sometimes. He, he also calls himself Martin Goldberg. That's probably not his real name. He can be a downer sometimes, but he even said, you know, 2020 was a great year for me financially. 
It's, there's no shame in it, dude. There's no shame in that game. And he actually likes Ripple. There's shame in that game, though. Okay, Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. He doesn't get that yet. Hey, not everybody can have the, the correct mindset. They have to learn the hard way when it comes to, quote, unquote, cryptocurrency. Tomorrow is a, a special show here also that will be debuting at noon. So, yeah, we got a show tomorrow. Friday is so noon tomorrow or maybe it's 1215 tomorrow. There's going to be a show. And then uh, noon on Friday, there's going to be a show here. So keep coming back to the Bitcoin Meister channel uh, and read TechBalt on Twitter, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Pound that like button. See you tomorrow. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. I'm running.